if you're looking for the next new artist, updated news, or when the next album's coming out, you need to tune in to Smiles on The Music Impulse. What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles on this very special episode of The Music Impulse. On this segment, I got my man, Aerodon, Glow, and Jason Green. What's good, y'all? What up? How y'all doing today, fellas? Man, blessed and black and highly favored. Yeah, light, yeah, some light. <laughs> How about yourself? Good, good, good. I was actually uh, talking to uh, Aerodonna ahead of time about how I heard about y'all because I was telling him I heard about him because of from Cass and Jay Will's podcast because right. Cass is uh, getting him uh, glowing words about his his project, Lil Bro and them. Right, so right. I had to check it out and I listened to the project. I, I, I thought it was dope. And then um, for you, Jason, I was like, I heard about you because uh, I know Key. <laughs> Okay, and, and uh, so when Key was like, "Yo, uh, play my new joint on, on the podcast," mm-hmm. and it featured you, okay, okay. on it, so I was okay. like, I was, I was "Shout like, out oh. Kiki, shout out Jay Will and and uh, Jacory as well, man." Yeah, really? that, th- those my guys. So yeah, shout out to all them. And uh, I was actually telling Aerodon, um, Key actually sent me some questions. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> Cause, real? Because I was telling, I was, I was like, "Hey, yeah, so I'm about to uh, interview them in a, a couple of days." Like, uh, anything I should ask him about? So he he definitely sent me some some questions right, that he, he wanted me to, to get get off uh, to ask y'all. But, right, but other than that, um, but yeah, y'all doing good today. It's about to get cold here in, here in Dallas, Texas. Man. Next day, next day or so, yeah. I will snow. And I will all that. be in the house. Now, I don't <laughs> know about no snow. Will it be snow? Uh, yeah, they say it's supposed to snow uh, Sunday night. Yeah, uh, they say it's like a 60% chance. Down to, yeah, 32 degrees or something like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we, we can get uh, get started. Uh, well, I, actually, I'll, I'm, I'm going to get off a couple of these uh, key questions. That, so he said, uh, can, can you tell me about the Arnetic Bar Days? <laughs> wow. That's taking it back, bro. Gladiator school. Yeah, Those real gladiator really school. Man, you know what? I think that anybody that knows anything historically significant about the Dallas underground rap scene knows uh-huh. Arnetic. Okay. Arnetic was like the place to be. If you were somewhat important or trying to be important, you were there. You were there. Okay, okay. Hands yeah. down. Yeah, because yeah. I've been in here in, well, in Texas in general just about 10 years, but only okay. in like the last couple of years I've really like started getting invested with the artists and stuff with the we're doing the podcast because oh, yeah. for the podcast I want to interview a lot of artists. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, and Arnetic was about ten years ago. Yeah, oh yeah, that was like when I first moved mm-hmm. here. Yeah. 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 Rest in peace. Yeah. Now it's a yeah. fucking. It's, it's, it's a. Oh, you, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, it's a motherfucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's, it's a motherfucking fucking bitch. Yeah. Shit. I don't think it's a restaurant no more. Yeah, it is I a think, restaurant. Okay. Then. It's a restaurant. I thought it turned into like a little spot, like another little spot. You know what I'm saying? For you know some classic shit. But yeah, Arnetic was dreams. Arnetic was you know. Was a place, you know what I'm saying, niggas invested in and brought artists out. You know, when you hit the stage, you had to freestyle in order to perform. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If the crowd liked your freestyle and shit, you was able to perform one's track, you know what I'm saying? And um, me and a couple of more people were very fortunate enough to um, bypass all of that after a while and just be, you know, special performers and shit and come up there and okay. do a couple of records and shit like that just to up the vibe a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I believe it was uh, called 16 Bars and Beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tongue mm-hmm. used to come out with the killer, with the killer verse all the time. You see, it wonder why we live like this. We <laughs> <laughs> from serious shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Um, but that shit, that shit made a lot of niggas. You know what they are now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it got a lot of niggas right. We ran into a lot of dead ends. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, dead beats, dream shooters, alone. You know what I'm saying? And um, it just, it just, it just taught us a lot. You feel me? But Arnetic was was for sure a staple for underground artists. If you know about it, um, well, if you don't know about it, then you know you you missed that on. Yeah, legend, some real good shit. legend has it that if you drive by the the old Arnetic, you can still hear. The ghost of the people from Tum Tum's Caprice music video. <laughs> one bopper, two bopper, three bopper, four. Oh, man. That's and funny. And that's funny because he actually came to Arnetic before. He wasn't performing. He popped up. You know, DeRoe popped up and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. showed us. It was a lot of, you know, people that was doing their thing at that time. They popped up and showed some love because Jay Cruz was a part of it eventually. Oh, yeah, Jay Cruz. Right. He ended up becoming station. a part of the shit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, along with Jesse Porter. And, um, yeah, that actually one of the uh, other questions. Yeah, he, oh he said, Lord. "Did y'all have any?" Because I I heard of Jesse Party when I first uh, moved here, just from mm-hmm. like searching the the Dallas scene and like the parties and stuff. So mm-hmm. I remember I used to see Jesse Porter's uh, name around a lot. But right. that, that was nothing. Uh, Jesse Porter, you don't remember Porter? Yeah, because because uh, <laughs> that was what, that was Key's uh, other question. He was like, "Did y'all have any funny Jesse Porter uh, cool bean stories?" Um. How candid can we be on this? No comment. Yeah, I mean, exactly. As, as I, was, as much I wanted, you, I was, I wanted uh, to know, but I'm, I'm gonna go with glow. My nigga, no my nigga, I got, I got one, um, and it just, you know, it ain't nothing too special um, because a lot of people had problems with Jesse Porter, right? Okay, see, I didn't uh, know that. I, I yeah, a lot, that, that, and, you know, a lot of people did. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was, he was a rookie in the game too, starting out trying to make some right. shit happen. You know, uh, but. He he took a liking to my boy Rick Blaine so fucking much. Like really? I, I don't know I what it know is, that. bro. Like he'll see Rick out, he'll see Rick across town, nigga. Like <laughs> from her, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Rick, you know what I'm saying? And come come way over there and dap him up and shit. But like you know what I'm saying? It's just I don't know what it is. He just loved Rick, man. He think Rick is real real special. I mean, we all do, but yeah. Jesse Porter it was just weird because it was like you know what I'm saying? It's like. It was times where nigga, you was cool, and the times where it, mm. it wasn't cool, and he knew it, you know. Right. Yeah. But um, he really, really fucked the Rick Blaine, man. And you know, half the niggas just don't even know. Well, that's a fun fact that I just figured out today. It yeah. was the aroma of BFL coming. Up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 best for less. Best for less. Yeah. Oh, I think I like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but that yeah. Part. Um, so yeah, I wanted to bring y'all in, you know, talk about y'all's new project and everything. So I just first want to start out explain to me uh, triple digital, like explain the the origin and everything, how, how y'all came with this project and the the origins of triple digital and uh, who's all part of the click and everything. Okay, I'm gonna let these guys take that one. Okay, I started off. Glow can finish up behind me. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, triple digital is a um, word, a, well, a phrase that I used in a song back in 2000, like 16, 17, and uh, you know when we was. You know, we were always been partners, you know what I'm saying? We just wasn't like a conglomerate. Yeah. So, you know, when I, I said it, my nigga Zaw, you know, I be bro Zaw, he um he was just like, you know, triple digital, like, you know, that's that's a name. And I was thinking the same thing too, like, you know, that's a name, so we could run with it. So that became something he put like the the three exponent on the side of it, but the triple digital stands for or not the triple digital, but triple digital stands for the exalted assembly. So, you know what I'm saying, we always rise and we high rank, you know what I'm saying, okay. as far as our kind of shit. We, you know, anybody that know us, damn, they're going to call us legends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we just, you know, we took a liking to it and going to continue to push the envelope with shit. It consists of uh, niggas like me, Glow, uh, Jay, Jason Green, to be uh, absolutely correct, <laughs> Megazar, uh, Paris Pashan, Rick Blaine, Lone Star Music, Breeze mm-hmm. the Beat Machine, um, Big trade music, yeah, big trade music. You know what I'm saying, and 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 like it's it's 
we we in a comfortable pocket right now to where um we just getting shit straight so whenever we continue to push the envelope we are doing it in the correct manner in the correct way to where you know we move like a unit we, we you know damn near about to be the new no limit or some shit triple dg is on army, but he had a navy yeah we just need, uh, we need to make a like he was saying a a, a team yeah. mm. because really we had already been working together mm. but to put everything down and write the di- write all the ideas out and to make it a goal is to be like, you know what, let's take all our resources and combine them and everybody work amongst each other uh-huh. as a collective. Okay. So I think that's the better word, a right. collective. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like <clears throat> it could really be multiple members, you know what I mean? But as far as the Justice League round table, it's the, you know, the uh-huh. people aforementioned. It's uh-huh. the gods. Mm-hmm. Um, Lone Star, the star that just dropped the project yesterday? No. no. Oh, okay. Because I, like, I know, cause I know, cause I know you. I know you on the Stars Project. Because yeah, right, I'm actually right, right. interviewing him tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Shout out to Star too. But yeah. each, each and every single one of us had our own thing going on. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2019, 11, 12, 13. You know what I'm saying? And like, but we always knew each other and was always tight. Right. You feel me? So, you know, after you know running into a couple of wilds and shit, we like fuck it. We can do it ourselves. I believe in you. You believe in me. Mm-hmm. Let's make something shake. So and the great know. thing, great thing, because I, I ain't gonna hold you. I was like the last official member. I was always a member, but like being being brought into the fold, I was the last yeah. one. The one thing I can say that uh, I appreciate about these group of brothers is that we hold each other accountable. That's you know dope, what I'm saying? Dope. On all fronts, it's not just about the music. It's personally, you know what I'm saying? Like we talk about each other's like you, families. You, you need somebody to right. Like to check we you real every now brothers, and then, like you know what I'm saying? Like we really have. Conversations not just about the music. We'll talk about personal shit. You know what I mean. We'll talk about God, which is most important to me because I grew up in the church. So yeah, so you got the the God is dope uh, hoodie. Yeah, yeah, that part. I'm have to go check out the website and (laughs) copy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the one thing I can say about these brothers, man, that I appreciate more than anything is the accountability factor. You know what I mean? So you know what's up down south TDE. Yeah, that part. Oh yeah, I, I love it because, um, in fact, when I first heard like on the song and stuff, it just sounds Texas to me. When you when right. you say triple, I was like, this sounds like some some text like a mm-hmm. Texas type name like tri- triple digital. I was like, I was like, cause I, like I said, I'm, I'm not I'm not originally from here, but where you from, a, bro? Uh, Ohio. Okay, yeah, Akron, Ohio. 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 Oh, you from Akron? Oh, yep. Ohio. What did nigga say? Off of, uh, what was it? Into deep, nigga. What y'all do? Y'all suck corn in that? Y'all suck corn in that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most, I just tell people all the time like. Home of LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, they're like, what else is that? I'm like, that, that's all. They're Those there. are the two <laughs> references I have for Akron is Into Deep and LeBron. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, I was like, uh, so I was like, I really only started really getting into the culture moving down here. Like, uh, like Trader Truth has become like one of my favorites. I okay. had never heard a Trader Truth song before I moved to Texas. Okay. okay. I had never heard a Zero song before then. Okay. I was one of those, I just heard radio with like, Mike Jones, Paul Wall. Right, right. And, you know, <laughs> random note, that's what actually makes the collective dope because it's like people may not know all the way yet on a wide level that we have this legendary status, but mm. in the city, it's well yeah, known. Yeah. So it's kind of like saying, uh, since I grew up here, because I'm from Louisiana, but I grew up here. Yeah. So I knew Chameleon in 99, 98. Right, but the right. world didn't get to know him till way later when they got yeah, that... Uh, Weak ass, uh, you know. Well, I didn't like his Grammy Award winning song that much, but you know, it won him a Grammy. Yeah. But I, you know, he had already been rapping ten plus years, yeah. fifteen years. You know what I mean? So I think it's the same. You know, 
in this circle. It's like, yeah, yeah, I think when we make it to this level, it'll be like, oh, man, you know, they just got here. They just started, man. Nigga been doing this shit, bro. <laughs> Low-key, niggas think Lil Wayne got a lot of mixtapes. Kamina got a lot of mixtapes. Yeah, because yeah, I've definitely learned just living here, like, especially doing the podcast with my two homies because they both here from Dallas. Okay. I'll mention a lot of artists or a song. I'm like, oh, you didn't nip like, oh, you just not here? They're like, Oh yeah, we forgot you ain't from here. Right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. Because right. yeah. I, I hear something like, "Oh, just, just trying this is something new." They like, "No, nah, this is like years old." <laughs> like, dude, we were just in high school, nigga. Where you been? Yeah, oh, no, we forgot. Yeah, they they all come back like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we forgot you ain't you ain't from here." So like, this is new, new to right, you. Right, 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 right. But yeah. Right. Um. Oh, also, I was gonna ask you. Um, Keith wanted me to ask you. I guess the the evolution of Deep Ellum. How y'all feel about I guess the the evolution of like the Deep Ellum area and everything and like you talking about the hip hop scene. Yeah. Okay. This is how you got to go into Furious Styles. It's called gentrification. That part. <laughs> so this is what Pretty they do. Much. They come in and take low income neighborhoods, buy it at a cheap price, mm. build it up, and then sell it again at a higher cost. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened to Deep Ellum. <laughs> Because Deep Ellum and Lord Greenville and other places that right, we used to go right. spit at and, you know, do open mics and mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. At. Honestly, bro, like when I was like 2002, mm-hmm. 2003, Deep Ellum was like a no man's yeah. mm-hmm. It's like if you went there, you had to have about five, six of your partners that was with the shits. Mm-hmm. <sighs> because it could go to yeah. any time. Yeah. Then... For me to see Deep Bellum like that, because actually, you know, throwback, I used to be at Arnetic when it was called Club Envy. It's my okay. first club wow. I ever went to when I was like 13. Oh, okay. wow. So to come back to Deep Bellum all these years later, and I'd be like, man, this, this nigga's just like Kanye out here with backpacks and shit on. It's very different. You know, that was, kind of, that was real weird for me. Yeah. But, different. you know, on a positive note, it did provide for a small time an outlet for underground artists to be able to get out and you know showcase their skill because there wasn't a lot of places and it's even worse now uh that have the venues and the wherewithal for artists to come out and just you know do what yeah. they do because you know gentrification they really had the rock bands the punk bands right well out know. of town is period yeah you know for a little saying? bit they was pushing yeah. pushing rap itself out of deep Ellum. right like that sucked Oh right. wow! Yeah, damn. That's like because I know the gentrification part of it. Like, like I didn't even know until like he was telling me. He was like, "Yeah, ask him about the evolution of Deep Ellum." I was like, "What?" And yeah, it evolved yeah. and then devolved. Yeah, yeah. for real, it <laughs> really did. In a very short lifespan, they had a very short lifespan, but they had a lifespan nonetheless. Okay, that's yeah, they, they used to be an area off Lord Greenville that I used to kick it at all the time mm-hmm. and Pussycat Lounge, Zoo Ball. I used to take all the hoes. Man, Crowning Harp. Guaranteed uh, swerve after that. They had all the joints right there, man. You know, I used to go perform over there all the time, mm-hmm. kicking my partners over there all the time. And then once they started gentrifying, and I was like, damn, first they said, oh, well, if y'all don't serve food, um, Bars got to close. Right. So only the places that served food could also serve liquors that remained open. Mm. So a lot of places started going. Then they started pushing rap out of it. Then it was no more performances. Mm. And I was like, man, dog, this shit is trash. And now you go over there. I mean, it looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but it's like, man, the, the, the culture of it, the history of it is. Yeah, it's just, not the same. Oh, not the damn. Same. Not the same yeah. at all. But uh, then I want I kind of want to switch to talk about the the project that the, the main reason I wanted to come. But first I want y'all to introduce one of the tracks off of it. Forty five percent. 
Personally, I was like, I was like one of my favorite tracks. So right. if one of y'all could uh, introduce the track, we're gonna we're gonna play the track and then we're gonna come right back. All right. Hey, it's your boy Jason Green, one third of the Green Glow area. You heard me? You're about to tune in to the forty five percent record, track three off the Green Glow era, the album. Let us know what you think. What up, what up? You already know who it is. Right. This is me, Webber the Tree. Here you go. Savage, right back. Sweet Jones. And you rocking with Live, live Forever. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> yeah, I'm outside. Southside, yeah, I'm swinging. I'm a six nigga. Cliff nigga on the edge. Got a young bun staying in. She's 20 years something. Threw a shot back at him. Me ain't talking about nothing on the I can do this shit for lady for my wood town family, my connect and Bethlehem. I've been all over the city, ass time to hit the globe now. Working wood, we're on 45, I got control now. Up and down the highway, trying to make it home. Remember Burhan, UGK, pocket full of stone, had a nigga in the zone. For our pocket zones, we can box out, bring the box out, talking the zone. Fuck you on, nigga, you ain't bust a bow, nigga, we can't slap it, you ain't talking two, two, threes now, nigga, we can't hash it, you ain't talking about no money, nigga, we can't match it, you ain't talking about no money, nigga, we can't match it now, you ain't bust a bow down, nigga, we can't slap it, you ain't talking two, two, threes now, nigga, we can't hash it, you ain't talking about no money, nigga, we can't match it, you ain't talking about no money, nigga, we can't match it now, 55% of these niggas is fake. The other 45% be having me weak 55% of these women is hoes The other 45% be playing me rude 55% of these niggas is fake The other 45% be having me weak 55% of these women is hoes The other 45% be playing me Say my name three times, I won't appear, but someone will see me and my niggas close. Like see the hill in Duncanville, see we ain't stand on the post. Soon as we touched it, we was off it, got my foot on your neck. Another foot inside the coffin, they keep talking with their ass, but we was taught till we got older. Now them bullets turn you to an afterthought. Forever me, forever side, forever trip, forever rock. It ain't reeking, but some dead presidents inside the vault. Shoulda got a number, smoother than a thriller moonwalk. This may be ostrich, honey, slicker than a Crip slick back in the hottest summer Baby, she don't get no head She just give me money Hate to talk like this I know my child is probably wondering Who you talking about, dad? Just know that it ain't your mama I got respect for that woman I speak the truth cause I'm on it Dungeon dating niggas hating But we fluent and donkey Act the ass if niggas spaz shit It gotta be something, but hey You ain't bust a bow down Nigga, we can't slap it You ain't talking two, two, threes now Nigga, we can't ask you You ain't talking about no money Nigga, we can't match it, you ain't talking about no money Nigga, we can't match it now 55% of these niggas is fake The other 45% be handling their weight 55% of these women is hoes The other 45% be playing their role 55% of these niggas is fake The other 45% be handling their weight 55% of these women is hoes The other 45% be playing their role all right, and we back. That was forty five percent. You know, the dope, 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 dope track right off, off the Green and Glow Aero yes, track. Um, but yeah, let's get into to the album. So, uh, how whose idea was it to um, do the project? How how did it come to be? Like the um, selection of the project and everything. 
I'd say, I'd say it, was, it started out as my idea. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like uh, I started out my idea. Um, what it was going to be was just me and Glow Project. It was just going to be called the Glow Era. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we've been talking about this shit for it, it wasn't long. We, we just, it was just a, a bug that I, I brought to him, you know what I'm saying, because I just finished my project. So we were just working on some shit. And then Jay was over there one day and um, – he just wanted to participate, you know what I'm saying, in that hell. And then it was just like, you know what, let's just make you a part of the project. Let's all just collab on this hoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Glow produce it, you know what I'm saying, and shit, we'll be the artist on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why I became the Green and Glow era. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that was the whole basis behind the name since it's Glow, Glow yeah. Games, yeah. and mm-hmm. Era Don is short, you know, yeah. it's Era, and then, you know, the Green, mm-hmm. Jason mm-hmm. Green, so it's like, you know. Yeah. That's that's where the name came from. It was just a playoff name. Yeah, that, that that's what I thought was definitely dope. I was like, like, oh, the green and glow era. Right, right. And like, and the thing so cool about the name to me is that we took you to an era, yeah. right? That, that right. you know was full of you know green and glow. You know what I'm saying? Money Low and key, shine. Yeah, when, when '99, 2000, and shit like mm-hmm. that hit, and everything became real shiny and flossy, like on a different type of level, especially for niggas in the south. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it became about. So like we. We went and grabbed uh, some nostalgic records and, and, you know, put our own spin on things and shit like that and created a real, real nice nine-track, 33-minute project mm-hmm. for you motherfuckers to go listen to and have in your uh, uh, your playlist forever. All you your know? DSPs available on all your DSPs. Yeah, because yeah, uh, we was actually talking about it um, before y'all got here. It was like, yo, I love it because it's real Texas sounding, but it sounds... Fresh, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. shout out to right? And shout out to Long Star. Shout out to Trade Music too, as well. Yeah. They contributed as well, man. So and that's usually my my you know my modest operandi when I'm going into making beats, because uh, between me and my other two brothers, you know, we're what you call live forever, mm-hmm. have been forever. You know what I mean? But I don't want to go into that to be real deep. <laughs> but um, yeah, nostalgia. And innovation. Right. That's how I do things. Yeah. So I like to take something that you already may know mm-hmm. so that whatever memories that you may have or feelings or experience attached to that song right, instantly kicks in when you hear it. But I just gave it to it in a way that you haven't heard. Mm-hmm. So you'll be like, oh, I think I already like this before I like it. Then you really like it when right. you listen to it. Right. So I just went for that. What would y'all say, um, like y'all favorite stand-up track? I guess we'll, we'll start with you just since you you produced it. So you All them hoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my now my favorite beat probably was uh, probably Grambling vs P beat. Mm. Oh my yeah, I, I, lo- I love yeah. that track. Yeah, and because yeah. it's got multiple snippets from both my guys on there. So yeah. you know, a little history. Tonk had a song from way back in the gap called Killer. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you know, I happened to just be going through my archive one day, and I was jamming it, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, Breeze man killed this Breeze, shit. Shout out to like, Breeze oh. too, man. I'm finna sample it. So I sample it, paid a couple shit real quick. Boom. And then I was like, oh, I had this beat from like 2014 that Lone Star made. You know, a remake of Trap or Die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna put this in there too. Just fucking around. And boom. It's a beat that's real mixtape style. It's changing right. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's evolving. It's moving a lot. Yeah, that, that's what I love about it. Because I, mm-hmm. like, I was like, because... In my head, just from listening, I thought maybe like one of y'all went to Grambling, one of y'all went to PV, and I was just oh uh, like, no, <laughs> Grambling, uh, Grambling and PV, that's a staple in the city because it's at the Cotton Bowl, and when it when when the world was open, when it when it was Grambling in PV time, 
it was you State knew it. Time. You knew it. it you know what I'm saying? Out. Yeah. <laughs> Everything like the weather would change and you could just feel the shift. You know what I'm saying? So for us that just, you know, we made it that because it was a staple. It's a staple for us. You okay. know what I'm saying? So Okay, yeah, it's like it's, I definitely love because that's like with the the beat change and everything. I was just like, yo, this, this track is just fire because I, I love how you did that. So Dang, you got a little movement. <laughs> yeah. You know, every producer's got like a little ugly thing they do when they're making beats. So when I'm in there making beats, you know, I started doing these <laughs> dances. I even adopted the, the beat king thing where I'm sitting in my chair and I get the sissy hand. I'd be like, <laughs> like, okay, this fire. Yup. I ain't even know that nigga did. That. Yeah, bro, that's the first time I'm hearing this shit. He and was just, like, I, he was like, I outdid myself. <laughs> <laughs> and just a quick fun fact: the the record was originally named Battle of the Bands. Okay. Because if you're from Dallas, you're from Texas, you know about the Battle of the Bands. But you know, we switched it. You feel me? So. Yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a you know round table vote. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are we gonna name this song? <laughs> Stay for classic. Yeah, stay for Don't say that no more, though. Yeah. That's going to be a name for something. Niggas <laughs> do not need to know. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Don't tell it's me. It's going to be Leon Nielsen. Right. The world does not need to know what's going to come. Uh, right. He's like, not just yet, not yeah. just yet. Uh, but what about you two guys? What, what a, like, a standout track for one of y'all? Shit, mine, mine's is, uh, uh, I have to go with um, my top track on there may have to be. Out of Gramlin versus PV and uh, Slim Chance. Okay. I really like Slim Chance because I really like the the song that was sampled, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, originally produced by... Is it organized? organized Noise, man. Yeah. And it's a Slim Calhoun record. Okay, right? okay. So, uh, you know, we just... That, I, I would have to say that's my one of my, my favorite jams, uh, Slim Chance. Like, I'm... She got that on repeat probably like six, seven times. Fuck up to the next track just because I like the structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, yeah about, a good record. what about you? Uh, my favorite one is Opportunity. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, reason being, quick little backstory. All right, so uh, I wrote that verse that's on that record the day Kobe Bryant died. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I remember sending Eridon the reference. Uh-huh. And as soon as I sent it to him, like, not even five minutes later, he calls me. He's like, bro, Kobe died. I said, no, he didn't. He's like, bro, go on, go on TMZ. Look, bro, it's up. I seen the shit, and I just, I ain't going to hold you. I cried a little bit, but then I just kept rehearsing that verse, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's, you know, and it just means a lot. Like, every, a lot of people say that's one of their favorite records, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And that just remind that record also reminds me of, you know, what we, like you said, nostalgia, the one day you hear the UGK record, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's one of them records you can always put on. You know what I mean? And it either make you feel a way or it's going to make you feel better. You dig what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's my standout to me. Oh, yeah. I definitely like that one because that's, that's crazy just to hear that you wrote it the same day yeah. that he died. Yeah, no lie. Um, also, I was going to ask because I guess you said, like, like the samples and everything. Um, like, what was, like, some of the trials and tribulations with making the project? I guess was that one, one of post the... Post-production. Post-production because even with Opportunity, it really was another beat. Yeah. But I had totally forgot I sold that beat already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I was like, well, I got to make it again. I used the exact same song to uh, just sample a different, just sample a different, different part of the record. Mm-hmm. And it totally changed the vibe of the record. See, and that's, that's talent right there to use the same sample but make like two mm-hmm. different yeah, tracks. Two different beats. From the same guy. Like, yeah, right. like yes. I, I, I sampled both the same song, but I made two totally different songs. Mm-hmm. And originally, actually, there were more records, and I had ideas to even make more records. Because the problem with Glow 
Gang speaking in third person, which all the homies know is he's a perfectionist yeah. and he doesn't drop because he will work on the same thing for 10 years. Yeah. So you got to Oh, so you like me. Dr. Dre out here. Right. Yeah, bro. You got to force me out the studio, yeah. bro. You got to yeah. be like, go stop working this beat. You done remade this beat like five times, mm-hmm. like 10 times. Like, mm-hmm. hurry up, bro. So, you know, I, if it was up to me, I was, psh, I was going to drop the bomb on both them. I was like, yo, you know what? Stretch the <laughs> whole project. <laughs> we going to do bro, it Bro, and it got to that point, and I had to tell Tunk, I remember after a while, I was like, bro, we got a nice selection of records. We got to stop recording. Because mm-hmm. the recording and the creating process is easy for us. That's what we do naturally. But I knew it had to come to a halt eventually. Like, we had to be like, okay, this is going to be enough. So what are we going to do with what we got? Yeah. Because we could have literally, we took us, what, a year to finalize everything? Mm-hmm. Probably about a year. Yeah, cause oh, we started, wow. yeah, we started in... Before we started post-corona. Uh, uh, yeah, we started, yeah. yeah post-corona. Yeah, in yeah. December. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? So then, yeah, it took us a whole year. But if it was left to us, we'd probably still be working on it. We wouldn't well, not post. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, said, I said post. My fault. Pre. Pre. pre, pre yeah, 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 yeah. But we knew yeah. what you meant, yeah. though. You yeah. feel yeah. me? Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's what I was I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I knew what nah, he correct meant. Correct you know me. Yeah, nah, that part. kids out here. Kids are kids in these streets listening to me. That boy. That boy. But nah, yeah, if it, if it was left to us, bro, we would have been still recording on this project. Man. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Um. I guess, um, uh, like, what was like expectations when you released it? Are like, um, like, did you meet your expectations? Did you exceed them? Or like, what's been the like, everything theme? is a win? Yeah, and I think that people as a whole, especially artists, should start looking at success a little bit different. So it's like, you post a video, you drop it on YouTube, even if that motherfucker hits thirty views, that's thirty more views than you had. had. Yeah. So instead of comparing yourself to NBA Young Boy. You right. know, who's getting a million views, you mm-hmm. know, something like per video. You know, it starts with the small successes. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> doing anything, creating a project, which we literally made out of thin air. Yeah. So, that kept cost down relatively low. And uh, anything that the project does thus far right. is a win. Right. So, the fact that people are listening to it, the fact that people are responding to me, and all three of us, uh, on social media platforms, the fact we're even here talking to you right, about it, about it, and that's that's all that shit yeah. is a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like always celebrate, all celebrate everyone. This shit everyone. was just an idea that we turned into, you know, actual reality. So, you know, I feel glow on that, man. Yeah, man. Every uh, day is somebody posting something and like, man, this is my favorite record, or I'm getting text messages and shit. That all adds up, bro. Yeah. So there wasn't no expectations for me. It was just, I knew the music was good. I knew the music would last. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So just ready to give it right, to, give it to the, the world. world. You know yeah, because I, mean? I know definitely for 2020 is definitely been one of my my favorite projects. Appreciate Especially that, for that man. that Texas Southern sound is like, it's I love it now. It's like right. ten years ago, I might not have been like, <laughs> oh, we got that John Blaze for you, my boy. <laughs> but yeah, like after living here in ten years, it's like I, I love that that Texas that right, Southern sound. Right. It's like I, I love it. Right. <laughs> and uh, just uh, random sound because I was thinking about like the fact that like y'all all have like deep voice. I I think that's like a for me. I think that's like a. Texas Southern thing like that that, that deep voice like we take control of the track yeah right. like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's ingesting all that track because he get on the record yeah 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 they make me sound like a kid yeah my voice ain't that heavy yeah they'd be like hey glow what's up man I'd be like damn Christian Bell Christian Bell you know what I'm saying 
Batman. His voice get any deeper. Yes, Globus. Where are my diamonds? You got that beat ready? Yeah, for real. Glow load up the NFL Studios. It's my track, and I want it now. I sound like a kid. What do you mean someone else got this beat already? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. No, that's moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, that's see, no, I'm gonna let the boy even kill because I'll be like, man, all right, bet. Because I know he can do it again, so yeah. I don't be tripping. Like, all right, that's, that's I be scared to even show them beats now. And they come out of the crib. Yeah. I play something. The man again. is a liar. He'd be like, the man. man, the man know I'll create so many records, man. <laughs> Shit, I'm tired of listening to beats sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually waiting. That's something else to expect for the future. Yeah. I'm actually waiting to see. Out of all the artists that are gaining some notoriety out here in the city, who actually is working harder than this nigga? No, yeah, I was like, is, technically, this yeah. that was your second uh, second project. Bro, you had no idea. You, yeah. you got no idea. He probably already got three about in the year before. <laughs> he probably <laughs> already three. sitting on about three. Yeah, yeah. he just works so yeah. fast, dog. You know, what I, mean? so I be like, man, I ain't making. I'm not making beats fast enough. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. He ain't the only one. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. like two, three. Producers, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, like I just, I just want to lead by example. You know what I'm saying. Right. I know uh, people got a lot of shit going on as well as I, and mm-hmm. I guess that's why more so right now I feel like you know, just relaxing a little bit. But every time I tell myself to chill, it, it don't do no justice. I'm back writing the next day. So yeah. if we didn't have examples like Lil Wayne and Currency, yes, and the rest yeah. of right. Peace, uh, MF Doom for people mm-hmm. that just right. do yeah. what they right. want right. to do right. and yep. work outstandingly fast. Um, to create content and create product to keep putting out to people, then we wouldn't be able to do that ourselves. So now that we have people like Tongue and Jason and others in the, in the clique that can work like that, right. now it's just about putting everything on an itinerary yeah. and making it scheduled. Yeah. So they'd be like, right. oh, man, he never stopped. We actually never stop. Like, nah, there's no cameras. Yeah. You see this at my house. You just yeah, see it every yeah, weekend. We got <laughs> shit going. We could, we, could, yeah. we could literally have a camera crew come through and we'll have enough content that'll help us survive for years and years to bro, come. Bro, I'm telling you. Like, but we just, we be in there every, literally every, every weekend like, every unless weekend. bro got something to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We in the studio every weekend creating, freestyling, uh, having serious conversations, uh, laughing, just keeping our spirits up, man, because yeah. the world is, is, so, is fucked up right now. It's been fucked up, but you know, we we do a good job at, at balancing and all that shit, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do this with another crew of niggas. No sir, you know what I'm yeah, that's that's dope, dope. I, I yeah, definitely y'all, know that. We, y'all niggas weird. Uh, yeah, very. Oh, <laughs> uh, speaking of like projects, I guess like 2021. What's what's on the. Uh, Agenda for y'all in 2021. Oh, baby, we dropping like little a baby. Lot. You know a what I'm lot. talking about? Right. Mm-hmm. Come, we coming every right. every few months. You know what I mean? A lot. Yeah. Like we just dropped right January the fourth. Please go check out Paris Bassans. You know Paris Pen. It's got some mm-hmm. very fine shit on there. My nigga's album nah. artwork. He looks like Moses on there. My nigga look like an RP T-shirt. You know, my nigga look like you know. Say he got smoked. You know what I'm saying yep. by a Deuce. You know, what we I'm got saying? help from a very talented Miss Fortune, <laughs> you know, um, and she's a very talented artist as well. She oh, sings really? amazing. She's been doing great shit as far as the throwback to the ADD days. So thank you. Okay, for um, we also got help from Diamond Domino on there. The project is called Long Live Paris. Long Live right, Paris. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Pa- okay. All DSPs. Boom. Yes, sir. There all we go. DSPs right now. And Paris okay. Penn is produced by your boy. Yeah, boy. So you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna definitely uh, check these these tracks out right here. Okay, I'm definitely do that right when I leave here. Oh, right, yeah. right. enjoy yeah. yourself. 2021, uh, more visuals, mm-hmm. more music. You know, niggas going up. Shit, don't get me to talking about what's what the pocket's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause we don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just know we are here to compete and we are here to have fun. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, if you're not here to contribute, please stay out of our way. Yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Emphasis I, I, on compete and niggas stop asking for uh say bro we gonna link and do a song but we ain't gonna do no song because we supposed to do that whole pilot six years ago bro yeah for so real. don't ask no more don't ask me no more mm-hmm. please no we <laughs> don't ask me at all yeah you don't paying, ask my nigga at all don't ask me at all unless you paying and you gotta come with that, that too you know deposit, what I'm saying half of the deposit up front nigga gotta mm-hmm. offer me two fifty and up. You know oh, you gotta throw me one of your baddest bitches <laughs> so she can go on OnlyFans and step on corned beef hash with her feet and yeah. make her some money. With some heat. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, just to kind of wrap it up, um, anything else y'all, y'all wanted to mention? Uh, let the people know anything um, y'all got coming up or any news or any other tip or anything y'all want, want to drop on the folks? I go first. Just know um, the itinerary is 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 laid out mm-hmm. uh, like it has been for the last couple of years. we just been adding more structure to our right. game plan. Uh, so just how last year, you know, how I came out last year, just expect that from more individuals from Triple Digital. Right. Because uh, we are knocking heads off a year worth of the jump. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes, I will be producing more fantastic beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be – Looking more like T Pain, <laughs> more confident. I will be more Manny Fresh. Right. And right. Um, for the people who don't, you know, remember, I actually have some pretty good bars too. That part. And um, I'm going to make sure I give you guys some of that. This and if year. he doesn't drop this year, we couldn't his dreams. <laughs> right. But it's cool. It's cool because you can re-lock your shit. You can reattach your dreams back to your head. That so boy. Once he dropped, then he'll get his hair back. Yeah. Once he dropped, he'll get his hair yeah. back. <laughs> so expect that. Expect that. Okay. Okay. Dope. What about you? Uh, man, to be continued, to be announced at a later date. But I am dropping something this year, though. Okay. As well as Megazord, Zard, Rick Blaine uh, coming, back, coming out. back out too. Long Star, he even got yeah. some bars. He done released some songs too. I think two songs, and uh, one or two in twenty twenty. Man, just and stay oh, tuned okay. for the Hypnotized Camp Posse collaborative album. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Trip D Posse, hey, <laughs> yeah, TDP uh, or TDC. You know what I'm saying? Just wait. Whole clip. <laughs> right, you feel me? Yeah, Texas uh, detention. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Can't. Can't wait for that. Um, so we're, we're going to end it off. Uh, actually, I'm going to end it off with two songs. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have you, uh, Jason, introduce because the second song, you're featured on it. Okay. So, uh, if y'all can introduce uh, Games Been Good featuring your boy Paris. And okay. then also, because uh, I'm on the other end of this interview, I'm going to interview Star. So okay. if you could introduce Ocean Views featuring you. Okay. Uh, this is, I was featured, I was lucky enough to be featured on this uh, record by my boy Star Music. This is Ocean Views featuring me, Jason Green. Uh, listen to it, download it, man. It's on all your DSPs, y'all. But wait, there's more. more. Game been good, produced by Longstar. Last track on the Green and Glow era. Go get that. It is the pretty red album cover with the sexy lady. She done. It pulled some voodoo and put me and my niggas on some cards, you know? And we out here checking niggas, you know what I'm saying? All aces, you dig what I'm saying? However, fold them, whatever. Game been good. Long start featuring Paris Prashan. Yes, sir. All right, it's your boy Smiles. I'm here with Aerodyne. I'm here with Glow. And I'm here with Jason Green. And we'll be right back on another episode of the Music Impulse. And we out. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I be damn a minute. 
instead of calling, I be there in a minute. I, I, bro say he got problems, I be there in a minute. We gon' have to look at that, uh, the judge told the book at that. This is game with a hook attached, nigga. My melody crooked hat, ayy. I'm sliding on butter like my little cousin. We gave him that name, cause my nigga was smooth. His daddy, my nigga, but he was much older. Connected like links, but ain't dropping no jewels. Was taught about pimping and banging and slanging. My crib was glad he ain't a school. Fought every time I stepped out the house. He just coming in, I'm finna go wild. Got one going in and one getting out. I'm eager to die before 25. Dodge your mind, just me and mine. Hard on my sleeve, but I swallow my pride. I'm telling you, baby, I'm one of a kind. Why we apprehensive In and out of town like a greyhound Fly shit like a green mouth Breaking hearts on the way to the top Stash your wings like a rebound Chunk the dudes, put a piece out What you heard, ain't no sweet route Room full of Willy Wonkers Miss me if it ain't about hundreds Fifties or something I might outrun you Usain Bolt, Jesse I make it so quick only one time But shit, I got robbed only one time I wiped me a hoe only one time But on my timeline, the game been dope So in my mind, huh, that's the process This is progress Proper preparation If you study the five P's You get it, you dig it Shit, if you didn't Yeah, it's all good Product was rolling Remember the laws were patrolling Up and down this small hood In the shotgun house One way in and one way out Shit, and I wouldn't be this without Mama Chandler and niggas theme too My niggas had dreams too And they still do But now it's barbecue and you milk Okay, honey, miles and running I be there in a minute Hundred million dollars I be there in a minute I, I, Baby, steady calling I be there in a minute Bro say he got problems, I be dead in a minute I done sold a little dough Fucked the baddest hoes Fucked out my dough But the game been good to me The game been good to me One more time I done sold a little dough Fucked the baddest hoes Fucked out my dough But the game been good to me The game been good to me
As I open them chapters, I take you back while I was struggling, trying to be known as a rapper. Respect the workers like the boss to own my own what I'm after. We start the portion with fingerprints. You need a two-digit factor. Critics gonna talk from the rafters, but they ain't never put in this work that I have. A Dallas star, you think I play for the Mavs? Uh, the shit we go through on a daily still consumes us, still injustice, so there's looters still fighting rumors. My nephew's tumors. If I can switch places with him, that's a given. I dedicate my heart, my soul to the mission, and will as long as I'm living. To those who did me wrong, now all is forgiven. Won't hold a grudge, my feelings fueled by ambition, my process running efficient. Won't need no weed to clear my mind, just time. Gather my thoughts, the universe tells time. It's like my partner in crime. One thing he showed me is the sky's the limit. Combine my drive, dedication, be consistent, and success a given. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few I make a plan, I write it down, and then I follow through Sky's the limit, is my point of view I'm from the bottom, so you know I ain't got shit to lose Ooh. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few I make a plan, I write it down, and then I follow through Sky's the limit, is my point of view I'm from the bottom, so you know I ain't got shit to lose Driving past the Trinity, stones in my neck, infinity. My mind can't fuck with them niggas, don't like the energy. But ain't about God, my business, money, or Emory. It's falling by the wayside, over minds, I'm prepared to die. Now my vision wide, I'm dope and I've been prescribed. My legacy is written, my existence in stone inscribed. Them waves is where I get my mind right, embrace the limelight. Let go of my emotions, this life like roller coasters. I got family jealous of me, they envy dirt off my shoulders. I'm dealing with the issues of losing since I went coastal. Can't even recognize me, no worries, just enterprise me. My last employers lied and in turn they tried to demise me. You can't disguise the traces of somebody possessed. As far as me, I'm loyal, give you my best. Real till they peel back my flesh. Been about my business since the first inception. I'll get it right, don't need perfection. I'm trending in new directions. Hold up. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I make a plan, I write it down, and then I follow through. Sky's the limit, is my point of view. I'm from the bottom, so you know I ain't got shit to lose. Oof. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I make a plan, I write it down, and then I follow through. Sky's the limit, is my point of view. I'm from the bottom, so you know I ain't got shit to lose. Oof. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another segment of the Music Impulse. This actual first song y'all just heard before the segment was my my guest right here, my guy, my man, Star Music. The first song we played was Ocean Views featuring him and Jason Green because, you know, this first segment I had my man Jason Green, Aerodon, and Glow of uh, of uh, Triple Digital uh, on, the, on the first half of the of the episode, so we, we not, had to do a nice little transition, you know, with the song that they did together, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that was Ocean Views, but here on this segment, I got my man Star in the building. How you doing? What's going on, man? How you doing? Thank you for having me. Good, good. Like, you know, returning guests, if y'all tune into the, the first episode, I, I had him and Christian Diaz on uh, – Probably like a couple months ago, yeah. so you know, had to bring him back. Now he, he dropped a new project in, up in here. Oh, man, it's finally out, man! And shout yeah. out to those guys, Triple Digital, man. Those are my guys. Yeah, yeah, they they were super dope. It, it was nice meeting them. I, I loved it. It was definitely super dope. Already, but uh, you know, we we hear uh, new project songs from my sister's crib. How, how's it feel, man? It feels great, man. It feels great. It's a, it's a huge weight lifted off my shoulders to finally be at my completion stage. You know, to have it out, man. It's just it's wonderful. Yeah, because I know you said it was five years since your, your last project. Yeah, it was it was a little over four, and you know, um, 
it, I was I was giving singles here and there, yeah. features, and I was doing videos, and of course I was busy with the shows. But like an actual full length project, which is what people wanted, mm-hmm. it had been a while, man. And I just wasn't in the space to. Yeah. Uh, so let's just start out with the title. How how, how we come yeah. up with the, with the title? For, for so the- so man, the the title came from it. Basically, came from uh, you know me moving because you know I was living down in South Texas, and mm-hmm. when I moved away, I lost a lot of my friendships. I lost a lot of the resources I had. Friendships. Um, I lost a lot of momentum that I had, but. The reason I moved away was I was trending in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. You know, just just the lifestyle that I was living, I was settling, and I was being too content. It just wasn't what I wanted. So I moved away for a couple of years, and when I got back, um, the place that I would find myself every day was my sister's house. And this is me turning in. This is me taking in all of all of these experiences, all of these um, rekindling, all these friendships, um, taking in everything that's going on current day. Yeah, you know, and and that's where I found my inspiration again. You know, and I, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have my sisters with a pen and a pad, yeah. you know, but, like, that's just where the inspiration came from, and it just started to make me think, like, wow, this is going on, or wow, this is going on, you know, and I could speak about this, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's where it came from, and, man, when I, I actually said it one day, and I was, I said, wow, that that really sticks, you know, I thought it really stick, and then I said it to my brother, who's like a, he's like the, uh, he's like he he's like the, uh, the approval, the final stamp of approval of everything yeah. that I do, and he was just like, that's it, he's like, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's, that's that's dope. That's definitely dope. Um, so I figured we can we can kind of do like a a track track the the intro was like sure. you came in. I was like the inspired. I was like, yeah, I I can tell you you was you was you was hungry. You was like you was just getting off a lot of lot of like you like a lot of stuff we just talked about. You was speaking about all that in the in, the intro the inspired track, and I was just like, yo, he is like just. Going in just the first track, I was like, "Yeah, this is a great way to start the track off." Yeah, man, and that uh, that production came from QB. QB, the problem, man. He's got he's got some places placements with like Fifty Cent and a couple okay. of other a couple of other majors, man. He's a personal friend of mine, and uh, he and I started to work together. And he was sending over beat packs. Now this was after I moved, mm-hmm. and so you know we were talking, and and man, he sent me that track, and I think I was maybe sitting on it for maybe three days, and I don't know about you, but like when I wake up early in the morning, my mind is racing. Yeah. My mind is racing, and I woke up early one morning, man, and something told me just, like, I need to start kicking some ideas. And I opened up my notepad, and I did, and, and, and a lot of it was that. A lot of it was that first song. Um, for me, I don't even, like, like once I hear a beat, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it, and then I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, there, there it is. I know where it is. I know I know my pockets. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just write in silence. I'll write in silence, and I'll just uh, I'll let myself speak. Oh, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Um Rewind, rewind just a little bit about uh, you leaving and going to Corpus Christi because, okay. like I said, uh, our, our guy Saint Row he he sent some some questions though uh, through and uh, and he uh, one of the questions he said, uh, do you feel like you left a, a lot of meat on the bone by uh, leaving when you did to uh, go to Cor- Corpus Christi? And do you think it uh, helped or hurt your position like here in the Dallas scene? Um, it hurt, it hurt, but you know I couldn't be so selfish as to think that it was about me progressing with music. You know, because music is um, is something that I love, not that I'm chasing. You know, and so loving it so much was um, I always told myself, well, it'll be there, it'll be there, and even and even yeah. then, like I went down there and I was still creating music. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it just wasn't on this level. It wasn't I wasn't getting booked for shows every month mm-hmm. like I was here in Dallas. You know, anybody that knows, they knows like we were doing, you know, three to five shows a month, and you know, and like twice a year we were going on the road. You know, yeah. and so uh, I lost all of that. I lost all of that, and the people and, and the spots that I had, you know, other people started to kind of fill that void. And, yeah. and, you know, even then now, you know, I don't feel like I'm as behind as I thought I was. And you can accredit that to this last year of no shows. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Um, uh, dang it, I just lost thought. Oh, uh, speaking about how you said uh, where you're at, I know you spoke about it on the album. You, you had said like a line about like, yo, I've already achieved my goals. Like, yo, I'm, I'm good. And uh, do you kind of, uh, you spoke on, on the last episode, you having a, a daughter. Do you mm-hmm. kind of speak on that? Like, yo, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I, I got a daughter. Like, I'm, I'm in a good spot. Like, I guess somewhat in career wise or whatever or uh, how would you say it? are you just like hey i'm just what makes you feel like content with where you, know, you at you know right i think your i think your 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 goals change i think the, the the mark that you're trying to achieve i think it changes over time and <clears throat> not in a good or a bad way but sometimes it just it adjusts to the moment you know and it adjusts to the, to what's currently going on and for me man it's you know having a daughter having everything that i need you know, to complete music or to complete tasks that I set out to do, man. Like those are those are the wins for me. Those yeah. those are the those are the goals. Those are the the the, uh, the marks that I'm hitting, and it just changes over time. You know, and like I said, like I said the other day in a post, it was like you know this this project isn't about isn't about money or fame. You know, it's not about money or fame. It's just about completing that task at hand, and like that itself is, is success for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, and plus you you like a, a super salesman at at your, <laughs> at your day job. <laughs> right, right. I try to be, man. I try to be. Like out here, selling like ten, fifteen cars a day. Nah, yeah. I wish, man. I, wish. <laughs> they have to put my name on the building. <laughs> I was like, it, it seemed like every post I see, you like, hey, so this one, hey, so that one. I was like, my, my man is out here killing it, man. You know, breeding, showing, showing people that you know, because they say the best time to sell one is after you just sold one. Yeah, and so it's like you have to show that you did that, and then it's like, and people say, oh, you know what? I was actually looking at that. You know, if you post that broad, broadly out to. Thousands of people, somebody's gonna see it and they're gonna think, "Damn, that's a nice car. Let me look into it." And mm. then it just goes from there, man. Yeah, because I know, like with my uh, my Nissan Altima that I I've had it for like three years now, mm-hmm. it came from uh, an old coworker. He posted that uh, he had it was a, probably what, three years ago, what, 2017, 18 mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, he had just bought a, a new the new version of it, and I was like, "Oh, yo." Where'd you get that from? Right. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, go to Trophy Nissan in Mesquite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, hey, I'll, I'll shoot you the the guy that sold me the car's uh, number. Hit him up. I'll let him know that you, you're you going to hit him. That's how it works. And <laughs> that's how I got my 2015 that's, Nissan. That's exactly how it works, man. Because I was that's like, right. oh, I was like, that Nissan Altima looks nice. I, I can't afford the, the new one, but, you know. Like, yeah, that's I, exactly I, how it works, man. And, yep, that's, Crazy. that's how I got mine. Okay. But, um, so, uh, let's go. Um Count count it up. Uh, well, let's start with features. You got uh, how do you how you say his name? Sachi. So, uh, Sachi Almighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my girl uh, Jen on it. I didn't even know she she sang until I was, I was like <laughs> I was like oh she sang uh, Clinton Peabody, Merck, okay. uh, Jason Green. You know uh, on on reviews. Um, uh, Charlie J. Charlie J. Charlie J. And then our, our guy uh, Saint Row and A Woods. Okay. Uh, when it comes to like the. Features how how to go with selecting the features and the, and the people for the tracks. For, so so uh, you know some of the features like Charlie J A Woods you know Saint Row like those are people that are that were there a lot of the time when I was creating. Yeah, they were there, and so you know that's like my way of rewarding them for for being there with me, putting in the work with me. You know because um, Charlie J was at most of the sessions. That's my that's one of my best friends. Like we grew up together. He doesn't he doesn't rap on a daily it's he's only gonna rap when it's time for me to do something you okay know? And so so and then and, and later on he and i have something planned mm-hmm. i have something planned for him and i think he's really gonna shine but you know as far as like a woods a woods is a part of my in-house production engineer team he he and mark swift 
Um, and you know, A Woods, man, he works really hard. He was at a lot of the shows that I was at. He was at a lot of the, the he was in every session that I was doing. Oh wow. You know, and so for me, and, and honestly, when I recorded a lot of the songs, he put a verse on there and didn't tell me. <laughs> you know, and so I heard it and I was like, okay. And I kept it in the back of my mind, you know. I kept it in the back of my mind. And he he didn't think I was gonna keep it. Yeah. And so he didn't even know he was gonna be on the album until oh, it came wow. out. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. That's that's that's, that's super dope. Yeah, and he, he reached out to me, he was like, Oh shit, I'm on the album. I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I wanted it to be a surprise, man, because you know he just he works really hard, and a lot of those guys do. Um, and you know Jason Green, he and I, we have we're four or five songs deep already together. You know, um, you know we don't we don't talk every day like we used to, but we're we're still really really cool, really really close, man. And um, you know every now and then I'd reach out to him just to see how he was doing, even while yeah. I was gone. And uh, he and I, we just work together so well. We're, we're we're two totally opposite, but we work together so well. And and he always brings the best out of me. Oh yeah, he always true. brings the best out of me. Um, you know, Sachi, Clint Peabody, and Merck, uh, those are three guys from Corpus Christi. Okay, okay. Those are three of the guys that I got really close to while I was down there. And so I wanted to bring that element of it into it as well. Okay. And I, okay. Wanted to say, I wanted to shine some light on them guys as well. Like, hey, you know, the last couple of years I've, I've been with y'all. Absolutely, so, you know. absolutely. And it's kind of just me just merging the sharing, Yeah, merging and then just kind of sharing the fan bases. And Jennifer, I met Jennifer in I think it was 2017 maybe. Um, I was I was performing uh, with a live band, and I had never done that before. And, you know, I was looking for someone to sing on some of these songs that I had. And uh, I, I put it out there. I was like, yo, does anybody know somebody that can that can sing, that can that could do this with me? And, and uh-huh. Ja'Cory, yep. Ja'Cory tagged Jennifer. And uh-huh. I said, you know, I need to hear her. And she messaged me, and she's like, I'll do it, whatever it is. And I said, okay, hear the songs. you got two days. I need to hear you say it. I need to hear you sing it. And she sent me voice messages, and I was like, this is perfect. I said, this is perfect, you know? And, and I said, okay, you know what? I said, have you ever performed before? She said, no, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my goodness, this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> 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 so she pulled up to the venue that day. She beat me there, and that's that says a lot. If you beat me to, to the venue, that yeah. says a lot. And she beat me there, and I, and I seen her. And mind you, I never met her before. Yeah. So I go over, and I sit next to her. I was like, hey, you ready? She's like, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess. So we talk a little more, and then we rehearsed it a little bit. Uh-huh. And it was go time, and we've been great friends ever since. And I always wanted to get her involved in what I was doing, and she's going to be a lot more involved moving forward. Yes, yeah, I definitely want to hear, hear more because I, I know, like when I when I posted about it, and she was like, "Do you like?" It? I was like, "Yeah, you did really good." I was like, "I liked it." I was like, I, "I've only met her one time. I met her at a podcast event, and then I've checked out uh, her her podcast that she mm-hmm. does. I've checked that out, and I was just like." I just thought you were just a podcaster. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even and she's, know a, and she's a sweetheart, man. She yeah, really she's super is. dope. She's funny. Like, yeah, she's oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, she is, man. And, and you know, to, for me to bring her into the fold, you know, like, we recorded most of this at my house. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I would I would bring her through and say, hey, go ahead. Go ahead, run it. You know, um, you know, um, I would say, go ahead, you know, run it. And just l- let me know what you think, you know. And, yeah. and she would try to be like, no, nah, I don't like it or, or this or that or whatever, you know. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we're going to continue to work on it. And then I brought in uh, I brought in somebody who I worked with for a long time by the name of Amanda. Uh, Amanda uh, Thomas had been on a lot of the records that I've done. And, and she and she sat in one of the last sessions that we did and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, explained it to her, like, how she would have done it. Um, and, and, and she did, and, and I think it came out perfect. They added some layers to it, and, and, you know, my engineers, they just, they can make anybody sound great. Yeah, I was like, because uh, the track that she's on, uh, CTM and D, mm-hmm. uh, that one, Ocean Views, Read What You Sow, mm-hmm. those are, like, my my favorite tracks, like, stand-up tracks, just from, like, the one or two listens that I, I've had. And I was like, oh, damn, like, especially like CTMD, I was like, this might be, like, 
my song for the year just to motivate myself yeah. <laughs> with yeah. stuff I'm trying to do. I was yeah. like, yo, this might be a song. I just need to listen to this every day just to motivate myself. <laughs> right. And and with it being with it being a remake, I, I wanted to I wanted to kind of um tread the line. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tread the line, you know, because closer to my dreams, the original song is a classic record. You know, and I think I heard heard Drake do another remake to to the original like ten years ago, maybe. I think it was comeback yeah. season he did. And so to hear that, man, I, I just I would always love that song. I would always go back to it. And, you know, on this project, I told myself I wanted to remake something. And as I was going through the ideas and, and I was writing, jotting down things, I was like, you know what? That's going to be the one that I remake. Yeah. That's going to be the one I remake. And, and, I, and I reached out to my producer, and I think he had me. He, he sent that track over probably within, like, four hours. And I, and I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. Oh, and then also I want to go back to do uh, your boy Sachi. Mm-hmm. That verse, I was like, I was like, man, he killed it because the 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 switch up and how y'all flows are. I was like, oh, he came in like spitting. I was like, this is this is fire. And, so. it's, and it's crazy because you know Sachi and I, you know, we got really close before I moved from Corpus Christi. Yeah, you know, but we we like we all have a group text and we all talk every day. And he has me on one of his records, mm-hmm. and it's a total three sixty from my normal sound. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. And so when I was going in creating records and I and I knew I did that counted up and I was like, yeah, I need to do something. I'm going to put him on something that matches him cuz I know he'll he'll stand out on it. And and I thought and, that one was perfect. And that was it cuz it was like the the way you rapping your your flow, the way he came up I was like, oh. <laughs> Damn, let me rewind this. Yeah. <laughs> let me rewind this this back. It, was, it fit perfect. I, I try not to put people on records just because. Yeah. I try to make it good fits for them or something totally different that they're not used to. Yeah. Right, and I think it worked out really well. I was like, so I, I would say just from the two listeners uh, I've I've given, his was probably like my my standout feature from the the whole project. Right, his right. is probably my standout feature. The the uh, the one with Jennifer is my my favorite song so far, mm-hmm. but his as a feature is probably my my, my favorite standout feature so far. <laughs> he'll he'll love to hear that, man. He'll love yeah, to hear I was that. like, yeah, I was like, de- definitely. Um, uh, short temper. Tell me about what. Uh, what behind with short temper? Short temper was another one of those tracks that I had and I was working on, and uh, I wrote to it um, without an idea in mind. It was just me. Like I knew that was an aggressive track with a sample, and I knew I wanted to kind of like hit some highlights. I knew I wanted to kick some some you know some punchlines on that one, you know. And I was like, okay, let me let me go in and let me let me really really stand out on this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as it kind of came together, I was you know creating creating, and then. I kicked another verse to it because originally I only had one verse, okay. and I wrote another verse. And then, um, like I said, I like to put people on stuff that they're not used to. And so for Merck, Merck normally he had, normally has like a dark flow, and a lot of his beats are kind of undertone, undertone rap, uh, tracks. So I put him on this standout record, mm-hmm. and I was thinking to myself like it's not finished, it's not finished. And you know, with Clint, Clint Peabody, he and I are really good friends. Um, and I was like, man, this is totally different for him too. It's totally different for him. And with it being produced by a Corpus producer mm-hmm. and QB. I told myself, I was like, all right, I'm going to make this, like, the Corpus, that Corpus record, you know, yeah. like, everything Corpus. And so I did that, and Clinton Peabody, I think he sent me three verses. Okay. He sent me three different verses. He was like, choose the best one. <laughs> right? And then I was just like, they're all they're all tight as hell. Like, And I just looked at, I looked at my engineer, and I was like, you pick one. I can't. <laughs> you know, they're all tight as hell. And and then that was the one we went with, and I was like, perfect. It actually fits perfect. But um, that's probably one of my favorites, and I think I probably recorded it. 20 different times just <laughs> just trying to get the texture of my voice right yeah trying to get everything right and i'm looking at my my engineer and i'm like mix it again i'm like strip it and mix it again <laughs> you know it just it just i don't know and even now i'm 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 
uh, fortunate that it's out. Yeah, you know. But even then, I'm I'm listening. Like, damn, I could have did this differently. I could have did that. But uh, I'm I'm more than happy with it. Uh, uh, actually, to go with the one I did yesterday with um, Glow and Jason and all them. Um, Glow was just saying he was like, I'm. So, he's like, he's like, I'm so so anal. He was like, mm-hmm. if they left up to me, he was like, yeah. this project probably still wouldn't be out. That's how he is, man. He's a he's a he's a worker, man. He's 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 all music, man. And I guarantee you, if you let him sit with it, he'll just continue to tweak, man. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he's like, he's like just working on this project. He's like, it took us about a year just to mm-hmm. do this. He's like, but. If it wasn't for these guys yeah. getting on me, yeah, this project <laughs> would not be out. He's like, cause I, he's like, I still hear a little stuff. I want to change. Like, nope, let's do the whole thing over again. Like, sorry, redo the verses, do all the beat. <laughs> and, and Jason Green's a lot like that too. Tunk is the one saying, like, you know what? Hey, put it out. Let's put yeah. it out right now. Like that's that's kind of the difference in them. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah, because he even mentioned that he was like, yeah, with me, he's like, we're gonna start putting out a whole lot more music. He was like, we got a, a lot coming. I was like, yeah, I was like, cause you dropped a solo project and to do, do the group project. He was like, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to. Keep it going in 2021. Absolutely, and I, th- I believe they will. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, Ocean Views. They're speaking to them. Like, uh, uh, what was the thought process behind Ocean Views? Ocean Views, another record produced by QB. That one came across to me as name. The title of the beat was Ocean Views. Okay. You know, and I listened to it, listened to it, and I was like, man, what am I going to talk about? Because this, because like technically the the the, the beats per minute was actually a little bit um, it was it was slower than what I was used to. So I actually had to speed that track up. We actually we actually changed the tempo on it and sped it up and I and I and I listened to it, listened to it, and I would ride around and just thinking to myself, like, what in the hell am I gonna talk about? But I have to use this record because this beat is perfect. Yeah. And uh I finally kicked the verses. I kicked the verses and then uh I originally was gonna add Paris Pashan to it. Oh um, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he still. originally was gonna be on it and I knew Jason Green was gonna be on it if he would if he had the time to to, to do it. Mm-hmm. And so uh it was gonna be Jason, Paris and I all on this on this song. And uh, I waited and waited, and you know, I just I gave them both free opportunity to do whatever. We just didn't get Paris's in time. Um, but Jay Green sent me that hook back, and I was like, "Yeah, it's perfect." Well, I'll I'll, I'll throw out the suggestion. Okay, how about a remix? Just uh, have, we could. Uh, yeah, have them like, hey, we, we can, you know, because I intend to shoot the visual for it, and that'd be something that I could do. That'd be something that we could do. I don't. I'm totally open to that. Oh yeah, I, I, just just because I, w- I would love to hear what what else he yeah. would do and add to to the yeah. track. Yeah, I think Paris would stand out to it on it. You know, anyway, that was another one I recorded a couple of different times, trying to get the texture right, and then um, ultimately. I left it in my engineer's hands. I said, you do it. I'm, I'm, Cause my ears are shot at this point, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, he went in and he added, he added the little ocean effect at the end, you know, in the beginning yeah. he added it and I didn't even know. And then whenever he sent over the final mixes, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, that's the shit I'm talking about like, that we do to make this different, you know? Yeah. Like that's a, a great engineer. It's yeah. like, like, yo, like let me do this or something. They can come with different ideas. Like yeah. that's, that's <laughs> what it is. And you know, and Marco knows that I'm always looking for little things to make something better. Mm-hmm. You know, even even it can already be perfect, but I'm still looking for little things to make it stand out a little more or make make something stick with somebody. That's that's, that's super dope. Um, the interlude. How how many times? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was how personal is is is, is that that, very, that inter- yeah. it's very personal. Uh, for me, when I when I go into uh, when I go into to woman women song mode, yeah, I like to uh, not attack one person. Right, yeah. I take all of these these experiences and I create one woman in my mind, you know, I, I, I may be talking about, you know, things from the past or whatever, things that I had on my chest, you know, but a lot of, a lot of that is therapy, man, being able to speak about it and, you know, in a, in an honest light, talking about these different situations that I went through, but, you know, making it seem like it's one person. 
And for me, you 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 always ask like, what's your what's your tolerance? Like, what are, what are you gonna put up with? You know, how 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 much can you really really yeah. you know let this person get over on you with? Yeah. And and for me, man, I I had that track that was produced by No Wonder. No Wonder produced a lot of my my earlier stuff, like Calculated. He did No Chill. He did he did Forty Eight Fourteen. No Wonder is is a personal friend of mine. He's from Ennis, where I'm from, and uh, he sent that one over. And that was that 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 song is three years old. Oh wow! It's three years old, and I just went in and I and I made it a little more modern. I added to it, and um and I redid it, and then I just decided not to add anything to it from there. I was like, I'm gonna keep it. Just I'm gonna let I'm gonna let everybody else kind of guess and decide where I'm taking that or what that means or what yeah. they see when they hear it. You know, that's kind of where I left it right there. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, real quick, I, I thought about um the untitled track that you you uh, the that you dropped on mm-hmm. SoundCloud right uh why didn't that make the project i was like cuz even when I, I i was like when you sent it to me i was like <laughs> i was like this didn't make it i was like man this is this I is got fire. Other, i got others that didn't make it too um i'll probably ship those over to the next to the next idea but like with that one that was one of the first ones i did that was produced by acords acords is originally from dallas he's uh he's out in seattle now currently mm-hmm. But uh, man, that was just one of the ones that I had, and just I had to pick. You know, I had to choose, and I thought to myself, like, this one's a shorter song. It's a shorter song. It's just kind of like an in and out thing, you know. And like mm-hmm. I said, A Woods is the first verse on there, and uh, that hook is actually from an old Gatorman song. Anybody that knows like Dallas history, I've, I've, I've heard of him because he did like like Bun B and all them. Like uh, he was uh, in that time, yeah, yeah. He like was that, in that that's time. why I know I've heard him on like a Bun B. Track right, and, and so when I was man, when I was uh, an early teenager, this is you know like like late nineties, early two thousands. You know, this is when Gatorman was out. You know, this is when cassette tapes were still out, and I just remember like that hook that stuck. And 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 man, when I was going over, over this track, I just couldn't get away from saying it and I was like no nah, I'm not gonna release it because I I was gonna reach out to him if I would decided to keep it yeah. and I'm sure he would have been okay with it but it's just uh, I decided not to I decided just to kind of put it out and just let people decide if they want to listen or not yeah I was like I definitely like that because okay and that's a wasn't because I was like yeah that, that feature in there I was mm-hmm. like I was like whoever this is <laughs> right and then, and, then that, and then again that was another part of me misdirecting him to you know make him think oh damn I'm not on the album you know yeah. That was another thing, but I'm glad. I'm like, glad. Oh, you just got me on the freebie that right, you, right, just, right. you just tossed out there. Right, right. Because like I was saying earlier, like he didn't even know he was going to be on the album. So I just kind of threw it on there. Yep, there you go. Okay. Um, let's go. Keep uh, Read What You Sell. How, how that, uh, what was the thought process? How that come come through? Read What You Sow, produced by No Wonder, again. Um, it's like three years old. Three years old. I wrote I wrote it. Um, I actually, I originally had, a, I had three verses, and I cut one of them. And so uh, that's basically me telling the story. Imagine me sitting on the front porch and me looking across the street to somebody who's living this this false facade of a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they they're outside, you know, fake cleaning they fake fake cleaning their rims, fanning their money. You know what I mean? And attracting the wrong idea. Yeah. You know, um, and that's just me outside on the porch watching that person across the street. You know, and that's just me, kind of me telling the story. And that's and I like to do that every now and then. I like to tell stories um, from like the third person. Yeah. And so. Um, that was really cool, and then I went in and I think I redid the hook five times, maybe, <laughs> just trying to get it right because I wanted to. I wanted it to like when I said the hook, I wanted it to come across as like these these are lessons, these are rules to the game, and I wanted it to not come off too aggressive, but like hey, this is how it is. That's how it is. Don't do yeah. this. Don't do that. You know. But and I, and I think I think it sounds really well. And like you said, that's uh, a lot of people have been coming back to me on that one. Yeah, I was like that's that's definitely one of my other standout tracks that I, I like. Um, what would you say was like the Hardest track to do o- overall. The hardest track? 
Uh, it probably or that, that you went. I guess because I know you say you redid a, a lot of tracks, like redoing verses. Like, who would you say was like probably like the hardest one you did, or maybe just emotionally, just the hardest one? Mm, uh, it was short temper. Short temper. It was short temper by far because because mixing mixing that track, getting it right, knowing how good it was from the time that I first rapped it or, or wrote it, I knew how good it was, you know. And and I thought to myself like, we've got to get this right, and and it almost didn't make it. It almost did not make the project. I wanted it to, mm-hmm. um, but I just I just had to take myself out of it and, and finally just decide, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it out. And um, But it was difficult, man. Mm-hmm. We, we bumped heads over it, um, over <laughs> the direction I wanted it to go, how I wanted it to sound, uh, the mix, and, and like I said, everything. The, the, the other guys, they were – they were good. They did their verses. They were like, hey, we're just waiting on you. <laughs> you know, and it was like, all right, well, give me a chance to make you sound better, and I will. Yeah. All yeah. right. But no, it was that one by far. Okay. Uh, flick It Up with uh, Charlie J and St. Row. Okay. So, Flick It Up, St. Row brought that to me. I, you know, St. Row and I, you know, we re- reconnected this la- over this last year again. That was another thing. Me being gone, you know, mm-hmm. losing a lot of the friendships that I had, you know, and um, we, would, we would speak a lot when I was down there, though. But, again, me, me being back here, you know, he – he pulled up on me to support me and everything. And I told him, I said, if you want to make this project, you got to bring something. I got a lot of everything else. I don't have really any other tracks that I feel comfortable working on. And he brought that one to me. He brought it to me and he had the hook and he was like, you know, either you can say it or I can say it. And I was like, well, let me hear it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did the flick it up hook. And I was like, nah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Like it is. Yeah. And originally he wasn't going to put a verse on it. He wasn't going to put a verse on it. Um, Cause Charlie J was there that day. Yeah, Charlie J was at the house that day, and I and I was looking for things for him to do. And I was like, Nah, let me hear you on that one. Mm-hmm. Go put a verse on that one. If I like it, it'll, I'll keep it. And I think he set the tone perfect. And uh, I went after him, and that was gonna be the song. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be the these the end of the song. And then Saint Row came in. It's like, man, the more I hear it, I want to be on it. <laughs> He's like, the more I hear it, the more I want to be on. It. I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll I'll let you do it, but you gotta be there by this day because we're we're mixing already. He came in and I fucked with him. I told him I was like, "This sounds like a remix verse, you know? Like this ain't even original. This is a yeah. remix." I was like, "Maybe I was so tuned to hearing yeah. how it was for three or four months yeah. that I was already in that phase." So we had it, we had it finalized, and and again, listening to everything, listening to everything, and I'm thinking to myself like, there were there were two other there were two songs that I was thinking about. It was it was the how many times and it was flick it up, mm-hmm. and I and I called Jacory and I said, "Hey, I got an idea." I want you, I'm going to send these two over to you, um, and I'm going to let you kind of free freestyle it. If you want to add something to the beginning, to the end, if you have an idea on something else that I could do, I should do, you tell me. Yeah. He hit me back like an hour later. He's like, I got it. I said, okay, whatever it is, just send it to me, and I'll know, I'll know where to put it. And he sent me that that, that voicemail clip. Yeah, that, that, that voicemail clip was <laughs> he sent me a that, hilarious. He sent me that voicemail clip, man, and I just – I mean, my I was my brother was with me at the time. We was at the gym, and I and man, we laughed and laughed. We played it over and over again. I said, man, I know exactly where this goes. Because it, it was a it, plus, it was a nice surprise. He was like, man, I'm, I'm killing these stars. It's, it's yeah. triple, triple entendre because you know I'm, I'm shooting at stars like the celebrities, and then because I'm really shooting that star. <laughs> man, he's really clever, man. Yeah, he man. is, and I'm I'm so glad that I could have him a part of this. You know, even yeah. as a surprise because the people didn't know, and I'm and I'm I'm glad for for him even to hear himself. Sometimes that's 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 cool too. Yeah, I was like that. That was super dope. I, I, I definitely uh, loved, loved hearing about. It. I, was like, I was like, "Oh, it's my man Cass right at the end." I was like, "This is this, this is super dope." My God, my God. Yeah, because uh, I know, like they they told me they were like, "Man, star me over here a whole lot more than people think." Yeah. <laughs> they was like, "It's a lot of episodes. He be here just chilling." Uh-huh. <laughs> They're yeah. like, "He may not actually talk, but he be here chilling for a lot of episodes." Those guys have <laughs> my full support. 
Yeah. Maybe that's on my full support. And plus, I'm there to fact check Jay Will. Because <laughs> if I don't fact check him, he'll be like, you know, he'll say some outlandish stuff. So I got to fact check him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, those are my guys. I definitely loved uh, having them on our episode. Yeah. Definitely, uh, I think within the last couple months, that was our, our most listened to episode. Okay. And because when we recorded, uh, I was like, hey, you know, I only paid for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and Jay was like, I'm going to pay for an- another hour. That's cool. That's and cool. then when we got to the event, they still went them. He was like, I know we got to go. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Next week, y'all come through my through the crib. He was like, y'all do our episode. That's he was awesome, like, because man. we need to be able to just a free flow. They're like, because you know how we do. We do three, four-hour episodes. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, yeah. I was like, because I ain't got all the equipment yet just to record at my house. You, will, if, you know, and I'm sure y'all did this. You will sit there at that apartment for two hours before the show starts. Yeah. And then another two hours after. So if you ain't careful, you will be there all yeah, night. Yeah, like, uh, like my boy Shy, like, cause after, after about like two hours, he was like, <laughs> even like one point while we was recording, he was like, yeah, yep. He's like, cause I, he's like, I just can't just. He's like, we've been sitting for like three yeah. hours. He's like, I can't just sit here. I was like, hey, I warned you ahead of time that they said it. Yeah, Bring <laughs> he was snacks. like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I know that I know you said it, but I didn't know it was really gonna be. <laughs> We was really going to be here like five, six hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I was looking at Jacory like, damn, bro, you ain't going to offer me no water? Damn. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, shout out to those guys. Those guys are super. Also, I want to say, uh, I know I talked to St. Rudd, and he was saying he got some stuff coming up. So I was like, yeah, man. I was like, when we going to hear something? He was like, hey, I got some personal stuff to take care of, you know, family-wise and all that. He was like, but he's like, I'm locked and loaded and ready to go. He's like, I was like, I can't wait to hear more. He, what he does, got. man. He really does. And, and you know, he and I speak a lot. And, you know, um, <clears throat> we have we have a, a record together. That song's probably about, I want to say, close to a year recorded now. And I, I still listen to it. I still listen to it. And, you know, we've already we've already put in place to shoot the video to it, you know. Okay. Um, and so it's going to happen. And just I'm I'm following his lead on, on, on his direction, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's only going to it's only going to backdoor, you know, what I've already got in motion now. And so that's kind of how it works. So, you know, you you put all these things in, in motion and then you, you just let them you just let them form, you know. Yeah, I have noticed definitely like within the last few weeks and like, like just meeting all y'all and mm-hmm. getting to know everybody. I love how like y'all individually got like stuff going on, but then it's like, hey, we also got stuff together. We doing all the different collabs with each other. So I was like, I definitely would say within the folks that I do know here in the, in the Dallas rap scene, I was like, I, I love how y'all collab with each other and have the good camaraderie and all this. But y'all all still individually got like your own individual movements that y'all still pushing forward and all that. Absolutely, man. And you know, I think you know, with just you know, like back in the day, I know Jay Will probably talked about it, but he had he had you know live from the underground, yeah. mm-hmm. live from the underground, and you know, fr- every Friday. You know, we would pack out that studio. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. He was like, man, he was like, it'd be hella deep up up in there. We would pack it. Sometimes, like, it would be so many of us, we would have to step out of the room and outside, and Uh. we'd be so loud out there, they would have to open the door and say, yo, can can y'all tone it down? Because they were in there still recording. (laughs) But it was so loud. It was so many timeless moments, man, that were created there. And that spawned so much more. So many relationships, so many people doing business with each other. And just, um, and and again, Jay Will was at the center of all of it. And so, no, he's got my full support. Yeah, because I know he said that's how him and Cass met was through, like, his Uh co-host. He was like, yeah, we met because he came up to the studio one day and he was like, I told a funny story. (laughs) And he was like, Cass was like, you my guy. Yeah. Like if you could tell this story, <laughs> like you, you you are my guy. Right, and I don't know if you I don't know if you seen Mega. I don't know if you met Megazor. No, but I've heard I've heard them say his name. Like uh, even Aerodon said his name last night. He was like, yeah, great was like, guy, great yeah. guy. 
a great guy, man. He's he's a brother of mine, and and um, he's seen it. He's seen it before anybody else did. He's seen um, Jay Will and 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 Kaz's pairing. He's seen that. He's like, man, I got to bring him up here. And so when he finally did, man, we all loved him. We all loved him. And 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 like I said, Megazar, he's one of those people. He'll see things in advance. Maybe if you don't see it for yourself yet. And he'll speak that to you, like, "Hey, this is this is what I think you should be doing, or I think you should try this," and you'd be surprised. He's he's normally always right. Yeah, like that. He's definitely another one. I I, I definitely can't wait to to oh, meet because yeah. yeah, like, Kaz speaks about him all the time on on the shows. Like, mm-hmm. Aradon brought him up yesterday, mm-hmm. just uh, talking know. about recording. It's like, <laughs> see, it's full circle. Yeah, great. Guy. Um, uh, the next track, uh, feel me. Uh, I know you said you you added that as a surprise. Uh, what was the thought process behind that one? Feel me is produced by DJ Payne. Um, you know, I had that record and, you know, it's, um, it, it was, a, it was a least, it was a least record. So it, it came with the hook already from uh, a girl named Alicia Renee. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, just, it, it was already, the tone was already set. And for me, I, when I get back in my writing modes, I always look for, um, for a, for what I call a layup, you know, I always look for a layup, just something just easy where I can get on it, I can do my thing and it makes sense. And that one I originally wasn't even going to keep. And and I wrote the verses. I wrote two verses originally, and I and I really loved them. And I kept going back to it, and I was kept listening to them. I was like, man, I can keep this one. And um and like I said, A Woods added a verse. Um, one 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 weekend, we we all, we all had everything at his house, and uh, he he put that verse on there. And didn't he didn't even tell me until after. And I showed up, <laughs> and I'm playing the records to see what I need to fix. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I added a verse like right before it came on. And I was like, oh yeah, you about to? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, let me hear it then, you know. And I and I kind of heard it, you know. And he's he kind of walks on eggshells around me about like the rap part of it, you know. And yeah. so it's just like I was like, okay, it's good, you know. I didn't want to like yeah. focus on it then in the moment, but I was like, okay, it's good, I like it. And I just kept it in the back of my mind, and I, I think he thought I was gonna cut it, <laughs> you know. And like I said, I kept it there, and I was going through everything, mm-hmm. and and um, like I told I told Marco, I said, hey, um, that verse for a from a Woods is is still there, and he was like, yeah, I said, all right, add it. Add it, um, and that was the, actually the last one I decided to add. Okay, because that, that one almost didn't make it. All right, cool, cool. Uh, and then the last track, uh, Union Ellis. Um, how how that come to be? Like, I, I like that. It was a, a nice little outro tra- type track to, to, to end it all out. Evenings and Ellis. So evening evenings and Ellis produced by Campion Bond. That one is another one that's kind of old. Um, Campion Bond and I we linked up a couple years ago and he sent me over a B pack. You know, we he and I we have a really good friendship. We had just never worked together. Mm-hmm. And so um <clears throat> so I, I went through a lot of the beats and I wrote to some of them, you know, uh, and that was the one that I kept going back to and I would I would add to it, I would record it, and I would scratch it, and then I would go back to it, I would add more to it, you know, and I would and I would just keep adding to it and keep adding to it, and then before it was all said and done, I had this entire track, which is probably one of my favorite ones. And um the idea behind it was, you know, you know, like how you have your, your 5 a.m.s in Dallas, your 9 yeah. a.m. in Toronto or, or whatever. You know, this this is kind of along the along the idea of that. Uh, Ellis, Ellis County, that's that's the area that I'm from, right? Ennis. Yeah, that, that's what I figured because I was like, I was like, yo, especially when it connects to like the title of Songs from My Sister's Creed. I'm like, right. it's kind of like a home, like it's an <clears> old to like where Absolutely. I'm from. Absolutely. It's just kind of a play on play on idea, you know, um, just the evenings uh, of of being in those cities, especially growing up, you know, going through the things that I've went through, you know, uh, excelling with the music, even being in my ups and my downs. Yeah. To um, you know, at the time I even wrote about it, you know, to seeing, to seeing, you know, my my cousin go to prison, you know, for yeah. capital murder, you know, and 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 the next day when he was in the paper, they took a picture of he and I and put it on the front page. Oh wow! You know, to say like this person was arrested. Well, mind you, this is my picture. Yeah. 
you know, and so, and it's so just, people are probably like, <laughs> yeah, people are thinking like I'm involved in this shit yeah. all of a sudden, you know, and man, it just it was just a bad ordeal, and so I I just speak about a lot of these things, and um, that was probably one of my favorite ones, I'd probably say. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so uh, we kind of mentioned like uh, doing more tracks. Uh, all right, uh, I was gonna say the whole deluxe thing that a lot of artists do. You, you may want to do it, plan to do, or you just like whatever songs they make, it just gonna work on like the next project or. Or what, what, what's any plans I think I right just, now? I think I just let everything speak to me. You know, I think I think I just let time speak to me because I got I got more songs. I got more songs to go. And if anybody that knows me, they knows I'll drag three. I'll, I'll drag songs out for three years. <laughs> I'll be performing them everywhere. I, I don't care. Um, even even the songs from the past. Like if I were to do a, sh- a show tomorrow, I would still throw in some of the older ones. Yeah. You know. Um, but for me, it's just uh, letting. Letting the work speak to me, letting the fans speak to me, let me know, you know, if there's something I can more I can add to it or something I can take from it. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, and you know, like I said, because I got more, I got more songs. Oh yeah, because uh, that that definitely got me hyped. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to hear more. It's like, <laughs> give, give me, give me more songs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess the um, I was gonna say, uh, Saint Row, he he sent me uh, one of the other questions he asked me. Um, how do you feel about the the melodic wave of music right now and the resurgence of like the the lyrical rap? I think it's really cool because, you know, everything like especially with music like the history it all repeats itself in some form. It re- all reinvents itself, and so um, people just kind of like with the melodic rap. I don't have a problem with it as long as you can like actually make out what they're saying. Yeah, you know, I don't have an issue with it. You know, um, and and some people do it, and some people go off on the deep end with the auto tune and everything, and I, I don't like it, but it is what it is. But the lyrical rap coming back around is is always refreshing, always refreshing because it gives it gives room for new talent to be discovered. You know, think about like the the, the Benny the Butchers of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even though I've always been a Freddie Gibbs guy, think about Freddie Gibbs as much as much burn as he's getting right now. You know, yeah. and somebody in Royce the Five Nine who's always again been one of my favorites and he's been around, but now like he's, he's really like getting his flowers now. You know, just because like this new era, people actually want to see bars and just that's that's I love it. Oh yeah, no, I definitely uh, love it right now. Especially well, me personally, I hope Royce gets the the Grammy. Yeah, I was me like, too. I was like, but if they gave it to anybody else, I, w- I would hope it would be Freddie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's uh, man, it's you know he works so hard, man. I see his posts. He's in the he's in the studio, you know, and <clears throat> and just you know the times when I would I would tour with him and I would speak to him. Mm-hmm. It's just like man, he's all work. He's all work, and and to think about it, like he's 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 uh, one degree of separation between me, him, and Eminem, you know, and I thought mm-hmm. about that, and I was like, wow, like, just think if, just think if I could end up in Detroit some way, somehow, in the studio with him, and then yep. fucking Marshall just drops in, you know, <laughs> like, what are the chances? Yeah, because um, one of my homies, Eldro, he was uh, recording with uh, Justice League, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, yeah, they was recording in Royce's studio, he was like, and he he was like, because uh, he posted a picture, but he was like, I know, I was like, oh, that's dope, this is Royce. Uh, he was like, he was like, like no, nah, he came to you know talk to them and whatnot or whatever. But you know, he got a chance to meet Royce because they was recording in the studio. Really nice guy, man. <clears throat> I mean, really great guy. Mm-hmm. Really great, really great guy. Anytime I would reach out to him, I would have a question about something or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'll hit me back. Responsive is, is you know, he, he's 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 no different than the rest of us. You know, he's just <laughs> he's just uh, lyrically more inclined. <laughs> yeah, but he um. But that you know again like like being at that studio that's 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 how his uh his song with J Cole came about that Bob Lobo yeah. a few years ago he was he was setting up to let J Cole use his studio 
and you know, and J. Cole came in and was like, hey, hold on, where you going? You know, let's play something for me. I want to hear something. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they did that Bablo boat, you know, and that's just that's how it works, man. He's a great guy. Yeah, I was like he he's super dope. I was like, and he's super funny. I was like, and I was like, and he's still Detroit. Just like, hey, oh, yeah. like, hey, he's like, I'm because uh, I know he got that stuff going on with Benzino lately, and he's mm-hmm. just like, hey, I may be grown, but I will, I, I, I can go back to <laughs> over it's real quick. It's so funny, man, because I don't know what ben, Benzino is thinking, because like Benzino doesn't have the current uh, state of hip hop behind him. Yeah, so it's like now it's all public opinion. Even if you would have lost a beef or a battle. It's all public opinion. And, you know, right now, like, Royce has Royce can tweet out something or post something, and you're done. Mm-hmm. And you're done. I'm like, come on, Benzina. Why did you have to just say his name? Like, come on now. Yeah, I don't know what you was thinking. Out of all guys, you like, you had to do Royce. <laughs> like, no, please. Yeah. And even then, Royce, Royce he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's a just person. He'll give you he'll give you a chance. You know what I mean? The guy just kind of, like, stop before he goes in. But, yeah. Yeah, because I remember he said that about when he had that little thing with Tori. It was like, hey, yeah. hey, you young? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you slide. But if you keep <laughs> exactly, man, that's how. After a while, it's like I, you can only jab me so many times. Mm-hmm. And people don't know, man. Like people like you know he's like an avid, avid boxer fan. Like he be in the gym. Like yeah. so <laughs> he posted one of uh, his daughter, um, uh, him and his daughter uh, practicing other. I was like, yo, his daughter looked like. Four or five years old, and she was do 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 do. See what I'm saying, man? That's just, that just goes to show you, man. Like that 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 runs deep. Mm-hmm. That runs deep with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, I wanted to um, uh, ask you. You know, our Lakers. Uh, well, I know you probably better. Friend, I'm more of a LeBron, just a LeBron fan. But NBA uh, champs. Yeah. So won the uh, whole bitch. We won. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> how, how how you feel about the 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 them winning everything. How, how you feel? How you feeling about it? What was the feeling? Just seeing, seeing them win, and what are your thoughts on us the season with all the moves and everything? Man, so happy, so happy that they won. I called it. Everybody knows I called it. I've been talking my shit since, you know, since 2019. Whenever they uh, they first drafted them, I mean, when they first uh, traded for AD, mm-hmm. you know, I've been talking my noise ever since then. But man, they they really put it together. They really they they finished it, and you know, and it was so unfortunate that they had that they had to play in a year where they had so much pressure on them with the, with the passing of Kobe. Mm-hmm. There was there was more pressure on them to 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 finish that than I've ever seen anybody else ever, right? Not to mention with LeBron and his legacy and what yeah. he's facing, what he's been facing, all the criticism criticism that he faces. No more no more pressure was on them than I've ever seen before. Now. All the transitions, the, the the additions that they made, the people that they lost in this new season, uh, they got better. They got better. You I know, too. And it's, I, they I got better, it. and it's scary almost, you know. Um, and they're just right now, they're just taking it easy. They're just getting back in full shape, you know. Um, like the other night, they lost the game to uh, to the Spurs. I was like, yeah. what is this about, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's just they had already beat them three times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other night, you know, when AD didn't play, you know, they uh, they barely got by one with the Bulls. But this is all just them just getting back in full stride. And I know by like. By like late February, early March, they're gonna be smacking people, mm-hmm. you know. But LeBron's thing is like, yo, I'm gonna let them get us there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my 25, seven and seven, and I'm gonna get us there. And then when we get to the playoffs, that's when you see something different. And I think that's where the Lakers really, really started to smack people around because of the adjustments they made last year. Just think, think about it. They played, they played against Dame, yep. Dame and CJ. They played against Harden and Westbrook. Yep. They played against Murray and Jokic. Yep. Right. I mean. Who they played against in the finals? I mean, that wasn't as as good, I don't think, as those other teams. But defensively, the Heat were 
the best team at the time. Mm-hmm. And so that was just uh man, they was just smacking people and they're gonna they're gonna win again. Yeah, that's back a, uh I think it was like ESPN Fox one of them, they were saying like, Oh, the Lakers are probably like the fourth or fifth best team in in the West right now. I was like, That don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, LeBron is always like just get us to the playoffs. We'll worry about the rest of that later. Like exactly, and I think everybody knows that. Everybody knows like any anywhere LeBron is, it doesn't matter what his seed is. They they know you have to go through him, and that's it, that's just what it is. What it is. Like right now, again, they're they're tied for they're tied for the first place. I mean, I know there's only ten games in, but they haven't played Phoenix yet. We know they're gonna smack Phoenix when they play. Yeah. So it's all good. I ain't, I ain't tripping. Yeah, that's what I was like. Uh, we're we're going. We're just waiting for the for the playoffs to go get them. Like, as LeBron, he you know he'll he'll probably play like, was it seventy something uh, games this season? I was like, he'll probably play like maybe fifty, sixty of them. Like, you know, give him some rest or whatever. That's cool with me. That's uh, so like that's cool with me. I was like, let the other guys get some play. Let let them get some shine. You know, get get it under the belt. You know, get that camaraderie and everything. I was like, but hey, I'm just re- ready for the playoffs. Like, that's how you say like, what a LeBron team like. Just. Let me know when we get to the playoffs, and th- that's when I know like he's gonna shift that that next gear. Like, okay, can't let's wait. Go. I can't wait. They're gonna win again. They're gonna yeah. win again. You, uh, if you didn't already know it, you heard it here. Yep. Um, anything else you want to uh, speak about real quick before before we we dip out? Anything you want to say about the the album or anything? Man, I'm just uh, I'm just so happy that um, you know it's finally out. I'm I'm just really pleased that you know the the reception that I've been getting, the responses that I've been getting. <clears throat> you know, for me it was. Uh, about releasing this album, it wasn't about, you know, taking my career or anything to the next level. It was just more about therapy, the, the, the stories that I had, the things that I wanted to say about getting them off my chest and getting them out. Yeah. Um, and it just so happens that, you know, we're, we're in a time now where like you, you, it's, it's like you seek validation. So you want to be heard. And so that's where, that's what, where this whole putting an album out comes from. Otherwise I recorded it and, you know, put it on SoundCloud or something, yeah. you know, just for anybody to listen. But, um, having it out you know people having people you know text me call me message me saying like hey yo i'm feeling this because of this or you're like yo i can i can hear on this one i can hear the passion in your voice or just uh really taking the time to listen to it you know and 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 right now like i think um i think if everything goes well i think like in this first week of streams like i'll do more than i've ever done before nice nice nice. you know like by far so it's um it's up to me to kind of drive that further you know and and it's and it's all about just just the, the message being heard on a broader scale. That's all, you know, it's just um, anybody in my position, my age, my mind, my state of being, whatever, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, you can do this. You can do this, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, only the last question. Do you plan on doing any any physicals, like maybe like a small limited amount of physical copies or anything? At you know, all? I, I possibly could. Um, you know, I think I originally wanted to. I wanted to do like a limited edition pack with the hoodies and everything. Um That'd be something I can circle back around to. Yeah, they're gonna sell really fast. Yeah, that's, that's, I was like, yeah. Even if you did like, hey, I just got like, I don't know, like a hundred copies or whatever. Like, yeah, they'll sell really fast if we do. That's uh, that's one thing we're fortunate about is that we when we press up stuff, when we get stuff made, it goes, it sells. Yeah, I was like, so, but that was, that was all I really wanted to talk to you about. Like, cause like I said, I was like, I'm feeling the album. The album's super dope. Great way to start off the year. Cause I know I was like, hey, this Friday, I'm all I'm looking for is <laughs> hearing this Jennifer Sullivan album. And Stars album, <laughs> I was like, I don't care what else comes. Like that's all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, man, and, I, and I'm, and I, and I, I have yet to listen to it in full. You know, um, I've tried, but like a lot of my drives are short, and yeah. so like I'm just I'm listening. I get through like three songs, but uh, I want to sit and listen to it in full and just actually like fully receive it. But yeah. right now, it's just a lot of me 
uh, sending it out to people, you know, mm-hmm. because I one thing I wanted to make sure that I did was I got like 700 contacts on my phone. I wanted to make sure that I texted mm-hmm. to every single one of them. Yeah. You know, and then I'm a backdoor and I'm going to, I'm going to go back around like towards like my Facebook and my Instagram. Like I'm going to make sure I'm sending this to everyone. I'm going to make sure that I, that I'm doing my part. Yeah. That's all I can do. You know, and then the other promotions that I have in, in, in place, you know, I'm going to let those drive uh, engagement for me as well. That's dope. dope. I, I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. But Again, sir. Oh, oh! Before before we dip out, I, I did say I wanted to uh, play a song on, on the way out. Which one did I say I wanted to? Because we did Ocean Views. Um, oh, I think it was it. CTMD. Okay, close to my dreams. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, if you could just introduce that, and then we'll be done and we'll be out. All right, everybody. This is uh, CTMD, closer to my dreams, featuring Jennifer Holloman, produced by QB The Problem. Uh, by Star Music from Songs of My Sister's Crib. Right now, Apple Music. It's uh, my most streamed record. So. Check it out. All right, and it's your boy Smiles. I'm here with my man Star, and we out. One thing I notice about myself when I when I like, I think you know thoughts is powerful in yeah. all facets. Cause even my career, even my life, you know things end up turning out exactly how I visualized them. Not in this time frame I expected. You know what I'm saying? You always want shit to happen overnight, but you know, I just had clear visions. And uh, your thoughts powerful. That shit, you know, come to life if you stick to your script. Like Kevin, last name, you know my heart You know the traits that I possess The hustle been the strongest from the start Back when we was pressing CDs, move for a dollar I knew my value was worth more than a dollar uh, All this time that I didn't put in It's gotta be a door somewhere that I can put my foot in It's gotta be a knock coming in from opportunity I wonder if I block or compromise Cause I'm intuitive, I still say The most fun was when it wasn't as real as it is When every move wasn't considered as handling biz If I could talk to my younger self I'd tell them don't stress what you can't control Don't try to do everything Everything by yourself, the first to show up and the last to leave. My efforts always going notice the elephant in the room. I believe at times I wondered why them over me. We've been on this marathon for years. Marco, we even got a degree. But they don't tell you invest at all with no guarantee. They leave out the park but give it all and feel incomplete. I refuse to be that dude in my forties, talking about the things I used to do. I had to break through, playing the streaming game, expanding our brand, opening shows, just a part of the plan. Uh, it once seemed like it was happening never, but now I'm confident and closer than never, closer to my dreams. Closer to my dreams, I'm getting higher. Consistent how you build a momentum I train like it's a skill My nieces and nephews, they keep me young My daughter represents the karma She's growing from everything that I've done Master my craft, my 10,000 hours They always said that I'm resilient Not giving up is a superpower Learning my value, I can't forget Kenneth Cause he taught me they will buy if you print it And real shit, no gimmicks See mac and Big D who took a chance on me When I wasn't sure Although I'm thankful, I just wasn't sure It took for me to start believing in self And remove the crutches from me And to decide if it's for love or the money
Cali. Prefer the latter. Remember when I was rap, I hear laughter. Was such a humbling time. Got such a humbling grind. When selling tickets to open up for some shows, and it's like every time they try to fill the title, still they waiting in line. In the summer, motivated the children. In the fall, college campus pavilion. In the winter, we reflect on the feelings of one day springing into multi-millions just for the family's sake. Our dreams are wide awake. Success is happiness to me. I give whatever it takes to be fulfilled in this. I risk it all. I'm raising the stakes. It once seemed like it was happening never, but now I'm confident and closer than ever. Closer to my dreams. Closer to my dreams. I'm getting higher. is to inspire the people next to you. I, I think that's what greatness is or should be. It's, it's not something that's that, that lives and dies with one person. It's how can you inspire a person to then in turn inspire another person that then inspires another person. And that's how you create something that I think lasts forever. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at JW Smiles. As well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.